Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are excited about this week, and we are looking at finishing off of this week with uh, a great study in the book of James, chapter number three. We are looking at finishing the book of James together with guest pastors, and we are trying to coordinate schedules. Uh, But right now, we are going to jump into verse number 13, and we have appreciated those that have shared the podcast, uh, those that have uh, went on and followed it and, and subscribed, whatever platform you're on. But we're going to jump into James chapter number three, verse 13, and really get something from God's word today that points out a helpful, helpful uh, applied truth in our life that will make a difference for the cause of Christ. It says in James chapter three, verse 13, it says, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. We know that James is coming off of a comparison here in chapter number three, speaking about the tongue and the dangers of the tongue and and how that little member just causes so much. And we also see that he says this, he says, my brethren, these things ought not so to be, meaning Our mouths should not be spewing both blessing and cursing, good and bad. Rather, it it, it stems from who we are on the inside. We know the Bible says this, a fool utters all his mind. And so as we begin to spew out that which we, we are on the inside, we reveal who we are. But this is what verse number 13 says, and he's asking a question. He says, who's a wise man and dude with knowledge among you? Or how do you identify this person? He said, well, let him show. Let this wise man show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. You know, this word conversation is an old English word that we don't usually use this way today when we're talking about, oh, having a conversation. Usually it's uh, us going back and forth between a person. In this particular verse, we see, says, let him show out of a good conversation. What he means is a well-lived life or all your manner of living that it encompasses everything. So let him show out of a good life, his works with meekness or him himself that's living with a, a disciplined life, self-control, power under control. You know, wisdom is is understanding when to do what an applied knowledge, if you will. But oftentimes what, what James is really revealing here is that in our life, right talk 
comes from right thoughts. And so he says, who's wise among you? Well, someone who has thought before they spoke. And we shared that acronym, I think it's two times in this series, so I I won't revisit that. But I want to get to the place where he says, with meekness of wisdom. So there is great discernment here, humility, grace, and it eventually ends up all the way down in the passage revealing a peace. We see in verse number 14, he says, but if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. So this is what he's saying. He's saying, who's a wise man? Well, then he says, his life will reveal a wise man. His life will reveal the wisdom that he lives with. He says, but the person who has bitter envying or grave jealousy, an argumentative spirit in your heart, contentiousness, prideful. He says, glory not. Don't be prideful and lie not against the truth. Don't be so arrogant and and, and have a, a dishonest spirit about you. Wow. He comes out really strong here saying, we need to not only think before we speak, but now when we're speaking, it will reveal if you have that jealousy in your heart. Boy, we are living in a day where there are so many people that prey on, on other men falling. And what I mean by men is I mean by man and woman, mankind. There are so many people that just desire to see other people fail. That, that was a, a change in my life. When I started cheering for other people's success and really rooting for people to begin to succeed so that they can accomplish what God has called them to. My friend, are you one that is constantly argumentative? Only by pride cometh strife and contention. We, we have to be very careful when we are raising ourselves up in pride that we are argumentative. We begin being prideful only our way, only what we think is right. We are living in the ESPN age where it's always constant debate Sports banter, if you will. Who, who's the most right? And we, we raise our voices and we begin to argue. But he says, lie not against the truth. Don't live in dishonesty. He says, this wisdom, this type of life, this jealousy and, and argumentative and pride and, and lying deceit, he says, this wisdom is not from above, but this is earthly, sensual, and devilish. This is what pleases the flesh. This is what comes from the world's mentality. This is what the devil would would be pleased with. Then he reveals a bit of a a diagnosis, he says. He says, for where envying and strife is, there's confusion and evil work. All of us must be very careful that when we are, are, are seeing confusion amongst the people of God, we are seeing confusion amongst people, we can see that there is envying and strife, there is contention amongst the people. And we know that God is not the author of confusion, but the wisdom that comes from God, it says this, it's pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, it's easy to be entreated. Isn't that wonderful? When we see peace and we see gentleness, when we see that there is a, a, a 
a sensitive spirit amongst the people of God. There isn't argumentative, uh, an argumentative spirit. How many times are we submissive to what somebody else may want or need? Or maybe just sensitive to their needs. Maybe you're not submitting yourself. You're just sensitive to their needs saying, you know what? This is what they would prefer. The Bible says, in honor preferring one another. We should be full of mercy, it says. Good fruits. And none of us, none of us desire to go out and live life and produce stuff in our life that is rotten and pleasing to the devil. But this is what he says, without partiality. Well, James hits on that. These people, the, the, the people who had been under grave persecution, they were seeking to be accepted by people that were mistreating them. They were saying, oh, the, the high society, you sit here. The, the no-gooders, you sit here. And he says, we need to live without partiality. We need to treat everybody with love and respect and without hypocrisy. Don't be fake. And this is where it ends. He says, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in, in peace of them that make peace. Every believer this morning, every believer today should serve compassionately, should stand confidently seeking peace, making sure that what we say is peaceable, making sure what we say is, is gentle and truthful, no hypocrisy, not mistreating people. Is our, our speech honoring to God? But not only that, the, the Bible in this particular passage reveals to us, and we could show in multiple other passages, our life of wisdom is shown in our life, in our actions. Let's make sure our speech patterns are ones that make peace. God bless you, my friends. We enjoy having time together around God's word. May you have a wonderful day. We look forward to hearing back from you on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.